Skunk it. Suck a dick, it's cold. That's not the cold opening. (laughs) (laughs) Get it? I'm not even sure if that was recorded when I said suck a dick. Should we recreate it? Really vaguely though, deadpan. No. (laughs) (laughs) We're running with it. That's what we're running with. It's very cold though, so let's rattle through this. Danny, fucking Star Wars, Rogue One trailer I'm familiar two or possibly three I'm not sure what we're on now I don't know it feels like we've had a few yeah probably I don't know <laughs> <laughs> we're doing the, we're doing a very this feels like a very generic movie podcast thing to do to review like the trip tra- like yeah oh, we're gonna do the br- the trailer of Star Wars but we're not doing like a breakdown or anything uh, but we're doing a breakdown for our music trailer review say what you want to say in rhyme it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's too cold to make sense. It's very cold. Uh, ho- in, like, in holy our... shit! Like how fucking wait, say it's segue. How cold is it in this room? It's unreal. In this professional recording room, you say. In the professional recording studio that we're in, which we've. Hmm, I just. <laughs> Maybe we should start again. <laughs> No, fuck it. We're keeping it all in. Yeah, let's keep this all in. What's Star up, Wars. people? Are people oh, okay, to... oh, not... no, I just bloody go for it. I thought that would be a great way to, to get us back on track. Just do it. We're not on track. Do it. What's up, people? Are people talking? Welcome to Second Opinion Movie Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Danny Jones, and co-host, man who's literally an eighty-eighty, Scott Morrison. Hello. I have two legs and no arms. A giant <laughs> laser attached to them, my front. I've noticed that, but I didn't want to comment on it. For the listeners, giant laser. It's what I call my pe. Anyway, <laughs> it's what he calls his peanuts. He's currently <laughs> my in a peanut bag of collection. peanuts. Um, yeah, I, like I said, this feels like kind of a bit of a, a, a typical thing to do, but we wanted something quick, and we watched the Star Wars trailer, and we were like, "Fuck it, let's just talk about that." Because like Star Wars, everybody's bloody loving Star Wars. Aye, because it's back. It's Star Wars, Star Wars is, is back, back. Baby. and right now it's fresh and it's exciting because Aye. Star Wars is back. I'm curious as to how we're going to feel this time in two years mm. when Star Wars is still back and is not showing any signs of going away. Do you feel people... Like, I know that this is the obvious answer to this question is no, people aren't as excited for this one as they were last year. But do you, like... Do you think it's, people are, like, that excited for this one? Like, I feel like maybe it's, like, already, like, ah, oh, it's another Star Wars film so close after the other one. I don't know, it just doesn't feel like it's got anywhere near the same hype. And I know it wouldn't have the same hype as the first Star Wars film that comes back, obviously. But, like, even... It just doesn't feel like it's got much of a hype. I think, like, I think maybe that's a product of everybody knows the Star Wars story of Anakin Skywalker and stuff like that. So everybody knows there's, like, episodes (laughs) one through seven. Yeah. But this isn't that. So I feel like there's the people who know Star Wars and who are like, fuck yeah, like, new Star Wars movie, but it's not, like, in the it's not in with the whole Skywalker story Aye. but then there's going to be the people who don't keep up with that kind of thing 
mm. who are just like, what the fuck is this? Is this set? Like, what? I thought they blew up the Death Star. Like, oh, what's, what's going on Star here? Wars? No, but just like people who are like, you know, like I said, like I thought they, I thought they blew up the Death Star. Why is the Death Star back? Why is Darth Vader walking about? What is this? When? What is happening? When is it set? Um, I feel like maybe there's some of that. <laughs> like, I don't think it'll do as well as. No, the it's Force definitely Awakens. not going to be doing as well as Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I'm not sure if any Star Wars film would do. Will well ever do as well as that? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe if like the second one's a f- like a really fucking good follow up. Mm. Uh, like when I say the second one, I mean Episode Eight. Um, like for in terms of hype for Star Wars, uh, last year obviously there was the big hype because it was back. It was the big thing of it being back. This year it's like, oh, it's a fresh kind of film mm. for the fans. It's like, this isn't just a, another continuation. This has got like a different story with different characters. And next year, obviously, there's going to be hype again yeah. uh, for um, the, the next... fact it's the continuation yeah. of the story that started. And I feel like if they want to keep the Star Wars hype going, it's the episodes that they need to keep up. Yeah. They need to keep everything in the episodes connected to so that... Um, like. Um, you keep wanting to go back and watch those episodes and the filler uh, the filler films in between mm. are just to keep you tied over mm. until you get to see the next episode. Yeah, this is my... Like, I, I think Rogue One looks good. We'll talk about, like, the specifics in, a, like, a little bit. But I, I... There is part of me that's like... I almost don't want these in-between movies to hold us <laughs> over because I'm happy to remain in suspense for I... the next film. And I feel like it's going to be a, like a film a year. Is they're t- That's what they're talking. They're talking a film yeah. a year until just the sun explodes. That's a lot of Star Wars. For something that's been such a ch- treasured Aye. thing, but it's been such a contained thing, like to just open the bottle and just pour it all out, is it just seems a bit excessive to me. And I don't think we need a film a year. It, granted, if they're going to do creative stuff, if we're going to have, like, Star Wars rom-coms, I'm for that, because yeah. that's something different. But, like, what have we got right now? we got a movie about them getting the plans for the Death Star. Yeah. Okay, well, we all know what happens to the Death Star. They blow it up. Spoiler alert. <laughs> like, and then it's like, oh, we've got the young Han Solo movie. Well, we all know what happens to Han Solo. He gets the money on Falcon, and then he dies. Like, well, we've got the Boba Fett movie. Yeah, oh, the fucking guy who doesn't talk. Hmm. Everyone just likes his costume. Okay, okay. like... I don't know. I'm just. I'm like. I'm all for Force Awakens. I loved Force Awakens. I'm very open about how unashamedly, like, in love with that movie I am. I get its flaws. I don't give a fuck. It just captured everything I loved about yeah. that franchise, and I was like, yes, I'm back. Like, it's back. So it's and that's exciting. But I feel like a lot of that, especially on the build up to it, a lot of it was nostalgia it's like there's that thing that i love and there's that thing that i love and there's that thing that i love that i haven't seen in so long and like this is so exciting and i do feel kind of the same with this one where you see like the at and you're like oh my god it's fucking it's that like we're yeah. gonna see that again that's cool how long can that last though because eventually with a film a year star wars just becomes the norm yeah and that kind of childlike <coughs> wonder will die off and then it will just be like fuck me we got another star wars movie to go see i guess this year uh i don't know i'm just i don't know like if they it, like i know that they've got these um set things in between like these popular parts of the star wars franchise that they want to make into a movie um if they were doing them experimental films because like star wars is like such the one of the, like if not the most popular franchise mm. ever it absolutely is um like uh if they they will make money no matter what 
feels like if you did the ep- regular episodes and then experimental films, because this film feels a little more experimental mm. than Force Awakens. This film feels a little more, um, it's something trying to do something a little bit different. Uh, even just the way it's shot, watching mm. the trailer just there, it's like it's shot so differently. It's, it's um, very unique looking for that kind of. As um, uh, Force Awakens is quite shiny and for its most part, it's mm. quite Hollywood in that sort of sense. It's kind of got like big epic scale and sets and stuff. This one feels just a bit more gritty mm-hmm. and um, just a bit more imperfect. And I think the experimental films would be really cool to do um, in between. Um, I, I'm looking forward to the Han Solo film, and that's because of the yeah Phil Phil Lord and Chris Miller mm-hmm. have they just have this immaculate talent of turning things that shouldn't be good films into good films. Yeah. A remake of an old '80s '90s TV show that everyone's forgotten. Twenty One Jump Street, great film. Yeah, Twenty One Jump Street, better film. A sequel like, of that yeah. film, Twenty Two Jump Street, awesome. Um, a film uh, about. The someone turning the weather into food, bit of a bizarre premise. Mm. Nailed it. Awesome film. Um, movie about Lego. A movie about Lego. Which I was like, this sounds like the most money grabbing thing Aye. I've ever heard in my life, and they made it work. That was it's one of my favorite cool movies film. that year. Um, I, f- I heard at some point they're going to do an animated Spider-Man film. Yeah. To go on the side. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, and Han Solo film shouldn't work except for the fact that if it's in their hands it just seems like it would Yeah, it just seems like it would be a good idea for them um, yeah so it's it like in terms of the marketing it's like why do we need more Han Solo like we and it's kind of he's you don't need any film for him on his own nothing kind of the point of Han Solo's character is nothing like particularly interesting happens to him and up until he meets mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker and um, Obi Wan Kenobi. He like when he before he meets him, he doesn't know about the Force. He doesn't know about the Death Star. He doesn't know about any of that. He's just Han Solo. I'm just a smuggler mm. and I fly really fast. That's my thing. That's what that's I do. My, that's my thing. That's how everyone knows me. Okay, so all <laughs> that like grand scheme of things aside, what do you think of the trailer for the new trailer? The new trailer. Or yeah, just what do you think of Rogue One? It's coming out. They. Get the plans for the Death Star. Mads Mikkelsen has them. Mads Mikkelsen. We got to get them back from him. I think something that I think is cool is like, I I hate my least favorite one of the prequels is the third one. Right. And the reason I hate it more than the other two is because people seem to give it a pass because it's quote unquote dark. Yeah. Doesn't matter how dark it is. The film is still garbage. Aye. The acting is terrible. The plot is fucking atrocious. That everything in it is absurd, and people just give it a pass because it's a bit darker. I hate that. This looks genuinely dark, but also very good because what I like about this is that you're getting a sense of the galaxy in the full clutches of the Empire. Like this is what life is like when the Empire have full control and the, there's not that you know there's not that kind of like big hope of like here comes Luke the Jedi and he's gonna fight them off like Aye. there's just like especially in that opening where of the trailer where you see them just kind of show up to take Mads Mikkelsen away it's like yeah there's just fe- that feels like a place controlled by fear like they've got this beautiful green lush land but everything just looks so dark and grainy but and- is that the point of the Empire? It's like I remember in the first one of the first thing Luke Skywalker says in the uh, episode four is that um, he's thinking of joining the Empire. Does and, he? Yeah, 
it's a it's a big point. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan. If anyone knows me, uh, I'm like I do like Star Wars, but I've never religiously mm-hmm. followed it. But I'm pretty sure there's a point of um, that uh, Luke, wide-eyed, innocent Luke Skywalker, wants to join the Empire um, so that he can travel and stuff. Mm. So maybe it's because he's on a like a water farm and mm. mining planet, and he's far away from him, and he is under their rule, but they don't seem so bad that far away. But um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he wants to join him at one point. And you wouldn't imagine he'd join them because they were evil. You'd think he'd join them because yeah. they're the people in charge. They're the government to him. Okay. Well, I guess maybe <coughs> then through the eyes of like Mads Mikkelsen's character, maybe. We don't know anything about him. Yeah. But maybe through the eyes of his character who knows the, the evil side of The, the evil Empire. side of it. Then it kind of feels more that way. And I guess to all, all the characters within the... All the good characters within the film. Uh, they understand the Empire. And so that... You see it through their eyes, maybe. Yeah, it'd be it was really cool <clears throat> to go back to that Empire time and explore it from a, like with a contemporary film. Yeah, it's like a really cool and the film looks it does it does feel like it like a, one of the old Star Wars films, but very modern and mm. um, Force Awakens. Uh, it feels like it like it uh, it feels like an old Star Wars film, but adds on to it. So mm-hmm. like this is like an old Star Wars film, but look what we can do with yeah. modern day filmmaking. Um, so it's Star Wars, but better. Like in mm-hmm. terms of look, it's Star Wars, but better. Uh, as where this one looks like it looks like Star Wars, but like almost an to use a wanky term for it, an alter look, mm-hmm. a sort of almost a stylistic look mm-hmm. at Star Wars, which is quite interesting. It does definitely have that. There's ele- there's moments in it where that look kind of like the cameraman is in the battlefield, Aye. kind of from World War Two type footage there's a few shots that even though they look incredible there's a few there's kind of the it looks a bit like that which i think is a really good way to shoot i think there's one good bit where um the one good shot that i um i thought looked quite just bizarre is that like there's um is it felicity jones mm-hmm. that's woman she's in the cell when a stormtrooper walks yeah, by the bars. yeah yeah and it's just it's bizarre because like the stormtrooper in a star wars film should be the focus but he's just walking by this bar and it mm-hmm. just it's like a it's not yeah, it's like a, a more, for lack of a better word, a gritty feel, like more gritty shot because it's like the Star Wars stuff, the Star Wars stuff, the iconography is just in the background as it focuses on this character who's mm-hmm. in jail. It seems really, really interesting for that. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It's very bizarre to get hyped up about it because, like, it seems that we watched Force Awakens, we watched it a few times in the cinema, and then we came out and we were like, oh yeah, there's another Star Wars film in nine mm. months. It's not like in Force Awakens, we were all hyped about it two years before it came yeah. out. And when it was <clears> starting <throat> to get closer and closer, it was starting to get more surreal that we were going to see another Star Wars film. Because it just seemed like Star Wars film was just never going to happen. And yeah. even when it was announced, it was just <clears> a thing that was going to happen. It, mm-hmm. was, it was too much of a, an event to for it to ever have happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we live in a post Force Awakens world, and we're just looking at the future Star Wars films. Which is... that's it. I just hope they get a bit more kind of. This one, like I said, does look good, but <clears throat> I just hope they get a bit more experimental. Experimental, a bit yeah. more creative with what we're seeing, rather yeah. than because you know what? If they're making crazy fucking money, episode nine money and whatever, like they can afford to make, and plus they're getting the fucking Marvel money, uh... and they're getting the bloody Disney movie money. They they can afford to make the standalone films a bit more kind of experimental and do some different things with them. Uh, but that being said, this one may very well be that we haven't seen it. We're going very much yeah. based on the trailer. Maybe so. they all the coming up ones. Are, mm. maybe we don't know. Um, um, yeah, 
even if it wasn't a Star Wars film or whatever, <clears throat> I would definitely be there because Ben Mendelsohn's in it. Yeah. Ben Mendelsohn is my favorite actor, and I will watch anything he's in. He's the reason I watched Bloodline. He's the reason I might not watch Bloodline season two. Spoiler. <laughs> uh, um, did you know what? That's the thing. This has got a more experimental cast, mm. whereas like Force Awakens was a uh, old uh, old veteran actors mixed with up and coming um, stars. Mm. Um, your your Donald Gleason, your Oscar Isaac, um, Daisy Ripley. Is that her name? Ridley. Daisy... Huh? Ridley. Ridley. Daisy Ridley. She's more of a um, a wild card, I guess, and trying to make an unknown into a big star. But you have got mostly surrounded by your up and coming stars and your old veteran actors. This one is kind of it's um, casting's kind of just. Who, it who seems like a lot cool of kind of character. Yeah, film, it I. seems like a lot of kind of more character actors and like not so much big stars. Like nobody, the 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 general public is not going to see a film because Ben Mendelsohn's in it, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, he is one of the kind of front and centre people that Just are people pushing. that are interested in, like, oh, what would it be seen like if they were in a Star Wars film? That's really interesting. Yeah, him, Mads Mikkelsen, uh, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker yeah. is in this film. And then, like, you look at the younger cast and it's like, the guy from Four Lions, <laughs> the girl from Chalet Girl. <laughs> like, um, Such an experiment, <clears throat> like, more, more sort of uh, risky cast. Yeah, which I think is great. I'm very excited about that. What do you... Something that's interesting, I think, is they're not pushing the fact that Vader's in it. Are they not pushing it or are they teasing it? Maybe they're not... Maybe they're teasing it, but I... Well, because I, the way I thought it would work is you would have the first trailer where he's not in it at all. You might hear some breathing. And then I was like, the second trailer, you'll get the shot at the end, which is exactly what they did. They did the, like and you see the back yeah. of his head and you're like okay there he is and so i assumed on this trailer you'd get like, that's where you'll get like james all the vader yeah yeah you'll get the james <laughs> Jones, James, Jones. but they don't but they also don't make there's a, there's also not that big tease moment no like you blatantly see ben mendelson talking to him yeah you blatantly see him walk through a corridor but it's not like there's vader it's just like oh here's a shot hey vader like vader's in this it's not like a big like fanfare thing oh. which i think is cool because obviously with like the first star wars film especially vader was always just a part of a bigger oh. story it wasn't until you know afterwards where he became space jesus and whatnot but the first film he's very much just people you know like they call him like the an ss officer kind of and i think to have him just as that in this film as well where he's just another force just, just, just that a pardon the pun um, I think that'll work quite well. Yeah. And not have all this... I mean, I guess they might, because obviously we now live in a world where the prequels exist, and he is space Jesus, and it's <laughs> stupid. But, yeah, I think that would be cool. I think it'd be better if he's just part of a bigger <coughs> picture, and he's not... We don't have fucking Felicity Jones fighting him hand-to-hand combat at the end or something. I think that would be ridiculous. Um... Yeah. yeah, it'd be cool if he was a presence that, like, they never even fought him because to fight him would just be too much. Mm-hmm. Like, um, if one of their characters, like, if Darth Vader comes down, one of their characters just get killed, sh- killed straight away. Yeah. And it's a, and the scene is less, let's fight Darth Vader, and more like, fucking hell, get the fuck out of here no. right now, Darth Vader's here. And he just made him this great presence, and you never, never had him defeat. Obviously, you won't have him defeated because he's in the next few yeah. films. And you can't have. Darth Vader defeated in this film, I think, because then then you've just got a series of films of this supposed uh, um, 
intimidating. Yeah, bad looking guy, a bit of a fucking defeated. pussy. Yeah. Um, so I, I'd imagine it like. Um, even if they were just like, as soon as Darth Vader turns up, it's like, get the fuck out of here. It's over. It's everything that we were trying to do is over. Darth Vader's here. Yeah. Um, but no, and some of the space battles and stuff in it just look outstanding. This, this all is, the special effects seem to blend so well with yeah. what's going on in the environment. This is uh, Gareth Edwards. Is that mm. how you say so? Uh, I who uh, I'm not crazy about, but that, that see, this is the thing, and this is what I'm worried about is that right now I'm like oh yeah they look great I like the look of a lot of his movies or I guess he's only done two he's done Monsters and Godzilla Godzilla I like the look of his films I'm just not a big fan of the content okay uh, the content of Godzilla has issues but do you know what I really li- he is good at scale mm. he's so like I think that's the advantage Godzilla has over um, Pacific Rim because when you see it in like Godzilla the broad daylight of the city in the final battle mm. where you actually get to see Godzilla you feel like he's a big creature he's a big guy like he's a big lizard monster and I think even briefly when you see the 8080s in this mm, like they look do, massive yeah. they look amazing even just that shot with a knocked over statue mm. which I like I like the idea Star Wars has so much pre um yeah myth, like pre-mythology like it's got so much rich background to it maybe it'd be interesting to do an experimental star wars film really set in the past mm. like the development of even some of the technology is not even done yet so like it's really really set in the past and it's like ancestors and stuff um because there's so much there's just so much richness to this, this fallen statue that's been there for a long time you're like where is how did the star wars universe start yeah. it's really interesting and you're just sort of the appeal of Star Wars is that you're just dropped in the middle and off you go. Here's the story. Um, but that statue just feels massive, and everything, yeah. everything that's supposed to feel big just feels massive. It'd be cool to see how he directs Darth Vader in a proper full-on scene. Mm. Whether Darth Vader would seem like just an intimidating presence. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah. <laughs> um, this film, uh, <clears throat> that trailer gave me a um, bit of a Hunger Games vibe, actually. Yeah, it's got that kind of look to it. And it's mm. also got almost the story of it. Mm. Like, she's like a revolutionary leader and she looks like she doesn't unlook like Jennifer Lawrence. Mm. And there's this bit where like, how are we going to do this rebellion? And rebellions are built on hope. And I like the next shot, which is everyone going, oh, yeah. We're like, <laughs> stroking their chin mm. like... Hope. hope is a hope. reasonable weapon <laughs> she has a point well. she hears a point <laughs> um there's very like a almost a hunger games vibe to it mm. um even even the way felicity jones is kind of dressed is mm-hmm. unlike katniss yeah i could see that she's got the ponytail kind of yeah thing revolutionary um, leader if see like if they how they're doing all these standalone because I, w- I was thinking about how they fly over that statue and it's a statue of a Jedi. And I was like, obviously that's all prequel stuff. Yeah. And it seems like the vibe right now is like steer very clear of the prequels because they are, they are, they are, they belong in in the toilet. (laughs) Would you, but like, would you go see like standalone movies set in the prequel universe that aren't to do with that, like the plot of the prequels? Because I feel like George Lucas, he, he made some, silly decisions with the prequel silly made some silly, silly. decisions but like silly he Billy. is a good world builder he's a good mythology builder mm. 
I think the mythology, or like almost if you were to describe the plots, uh, uh, like the basic plot of the prequel trilogy, you'd have it. You probably sound like you have a good story. Mm-hmm. It just isn't good at dialogue mm-hmm. and characters and stuff. Although there's a video on YouTube. I'm not sure if you've ever seen it. Have you seen the video that um, suggests what's the name of the mother of Luke Skywalker in? No, I can't remember about uh, yeah. Is that not, not like Shimi or something? I can't remember. The one Anakin Skywalker falls in love with in the prequels. Oh, um, Natalie Portman. Yeah. Right. Oh, Wait, do you what? mean from the original? Yeah, from, no, the Anakin Skywalker, the one he's in love with throughout the whole Yeah, Natalie Portman. Yeah, Natalie yeah. Portman's character. Um, there's a fan theory that suggests that Obi-Wan and Natalie Portman have a, like a secret relationship. And it's, this video is really interesting to watch. It doesn't cure the prequel trilogy, but it makes some of the scenes interesting. Um, to think that there's a relationship between Obi-Wan Kenobi and uh, Natalie Portman and uh, they're keeping it a secret from um, Anakin Skywalker. I mean, you can suggest that all you want. It's, def- know, it's, it's definitely not the case. So. I know it's not true, but it's like it, um, it's an interesting video worth a watch. Yeah. I can't remember who uploaded it. Um, I'll try and find it. And... That's often my gr- like kind of gripe with a lot of these theories. Is like, yeah, you can make it sound as convincing as you want, but it's pro- it's not true. Uh, like, it's definitely it's, uh, not what he intended. Um, but the the mythology in this um, prequels is in like is mm. interesting. On it's time. more like I w- I watched the first season of the Clone Wars out of like i really i really like the the ships and the the kind of a lot of the design of the planets that he had in those films i like i really like a lot of that stuff and it's kind of cool to see plots develop within that world i would just i don't know i just feel like maybe just not don't like steer away from it just now because we're trying to remember what star wars is actually meant to be but maybe in the future like keep it interesting and go into that kind of prequel universe that he Mm. built and play around with that Mm. i think it'd be kind of cool yeah I, I, I don't think there's any problem with it I think the problem is um, George Lucas's um, writing not like hmm. not like the actual um, actual mythology it's very clear from the beginning he was um, he uh, he was good at mythology hmm. um, just not good at dialogue no he's not or... they were killing younglings weren't they bloody hell mm, um, if you're not with me you're my enemy. It's good. <laughs> Only a Sith deals in absolutes. I will do what I must. You will try. Half an hour fight. That's a bad movie. Prequel <laughs> trilogy is awful. It's garbage. Um, oh wow! But I still have them on DVD because I just I don't know I don't know why. Like I was I cleaned up my DVDs recently, and I started getting rid of <clears throat> like even when I had like a full franchise. I was like, why keep the ones that I don't like? So like I got rid of some of the I got rid of the last two Rocky movies and I got rid of the first two Mission Impossible movies, things like that. But then it came to Star Wars and I was like, even though I hate them, something in me is still just the like don't get rid of them because you know you just don't I don't know I don't know it's weird it's a weird hold that it's Star Wars too, has. On Star them. Wars is just it's just it's the too, ultimate nerd thing. Yeah, you can't break it up. It's, it's so not even strange. a nerd thing anymore. It's just the like the world is just engrossed in. Star Wars Wars. fever right now just in its grasp Disney's got us right where they fucking want us (laughs) right in the palm of their hands and we're just eating out of it Um, yeah superheroes and Star Wars they've just fucking got the market Mickey Mouse is fucking 
just laughing his way to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Give that mouse his fifteen dollars. But um, no, like um, bit of give them Disney their due. They're not doing too bad with those properties. Mm. With the superheroes and the the Star Wars, um, they they've uh, they're pleasing fans. Not Would you think mind. it's such a bizarre thing <clears throat> that um, like that seems difficult to do? Like Mark Disney have figured out that if you give the like fans what they want they suddenly yeah. pay more money and yeah. all the other companies are scratching their head going why can't we get our films yeah. working and Disney are just like I don't know I don't know <laughs> hey geeks what do you want oh you want another Avengers film there you go yeah. there you go and then they're like oh you liked Harley Quinn how about seven movies about <laughs> Harley Quinn and we're like okay I guess so the first movie is just about Harley Quinn's birth mm. It's gonna be. Are you, are you looking forward to the extended edition of Suicide? Squad? I refuse. Just like I, just like I haven't watched the extended cut uh, of Batman v Superman. I'm like, nah, that's not how it works, guys. No. I would say there's one film that I like. I think was improved by like, well, like improved to the point of it made a not a great film, pretty fantastic, and that's Kingdom of Heaven. Oh, okay. But I feel like ever like with something like Suicide Squad, I'm like, nah. You had like you, like you had your chance. You had a good director who apparently had a very good script, and you had it all sorted. And then you guys chose to go in and fuck with it. It's your fault, and you don't. You're not getting a fucking second no. chance. Like, learn from your mistakes. Stop shitting out extended cuts after the fact. Because, and more or less, I just refuse to pay more money. No, nah, it's mental. I'll torrent it maybe. Oh. <laughs> any police listening yeah I'm just like no I don't it just I, I, yeah I just don't oh, give a fuck it's, it's mental it's just mental but hey that's not what we're here to talk about no. we got sidetracked I feel like 30 minutes is a good enough time to just be like hey we're excited Star Wars Star Wars Star Wars, Star Wars, Wars the Rogue One are they going to call the second one Rogue Two are they going to do a second one well, I don't know can they steal the death plans because they do get the plans presumably they get the plans in this movie and then they blow up the Death Star because that's how it all works. Unless it's a trilogy about... It's the only problem with these prequel movies. It's like, you know how it all ends. Uh, so any tension, I guess, will just come from, are these characters we don't know going to die? Yeah, I guess that's the that's the benefit, isn't it? They've given the, the majority of the characters that we follow are ones that we don't know. Well, yeah, the only one we, I guess we know is Darth Vader. Yeah, and we know that... They, I guess we know they're successful, but we don't know to what extent they're successful. We don't know if they're... Um, if they survive and... Yeah, yeah, that, that's fair enough. They've given us a prequel in the world, but not not with characters that we definitely know mm. how they're going to end. No, I'm excited. Yeah, well, I'm I excited too. Do. Cool. No, 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 copyright. Uh, so let's just feel playing that around. Cool. Enjoy your buddy. Enjoy your J.K. Simmons, everyone. Enjoy your J.K. Simmons. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>